0: Like as you talked about, as we've been talking about, there needs to, a plurality of institutions is key to think about here. Heterogeneous approaches is, is a key thing to think about. I thought I think also about you know, endnote has a point in which it offers also its own attempt at like a answer to their A or B thing, where it's you know a little deep in where they go. Uh, the crucial question is not one of rupture versus transitivity, events versus process though these concepts will unavoidably play a role in how we think it through. All we need to say is that overcoming the reproduction of that separation must occur by definition if we are to have a revolution that negates the mode of production. It must no longer be the case that the bulk of humanity has to drag itself to market, to meet with its partner capital to continue the dance of accumulation. The occurrence of this transformation would no doubt have duration and time, and it would also, by definition, involve the production of a genuine novum. If the old transitional model of a worker state is no longer tenable, we are not merely left with an instantaneous universal or miracle as the only alternative. The rejection of a specific kind of process does not in itself commit one to the abstract event. So let's set aside all fantasies of the great riot at the end of time. Of the primitivist hope of an apocalypse that sweeps the earth clean, not just of capital, but of every concrete thing that it has bequeathed us. But let's also set aside any fantasies of a great deliberation through which humanity gradually makes its escape from this world at large in planned, orderly, sensible fashion. Any real debate on strategy will do well to stay cognizant of this tendency towards sort of pathological abstractions and revolutionary thinking. This all coheres more or less with these points being made that, you know, there is not going to be some really clean break. Uh, there are going to be a lot of complicated, contradictory-seeming, confused battles on pitched ground, on advantaged ground that will result in victories and losses. It's not. It's. It's not going to be easy it's not going to be clean it's not going to be sensible it's going to be chaotic and it will likely result in huge losses or concessions or defeats in one way or another that we won't want to have but but right the goal here the goal of creating a world in which most people are allowed to flourish all people allowed to flourish uh, to the greatest degree possible is one that is I think such so important that We need to be constantly thinking, experimenting, you know, reflecting, criticizing, trying to think through what's going on at every point, right? Because as they say, you know, there's no eschaton here. There's no deus ex machina. Like it's us left to the task of shaping the world and fighting against capital uh, to do a task which has not been done before, at least by us, right? There have been other societies that have successfully Revolted, successfully uprooted, and then lived in that a revolutionary period, right? Or the revolutionary ideology that resulted in the fall of the system before. You know, I think one of my favorite examples is, you know, David Wengrow and David Graeber talk a lot about how when their first contact was made in the Americas, that that the colonizers would think of Native Americans in a stereotype that persists to this day as like, you know, nature loving and peaceful and, 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 and just uh, no sort of, no sort of conflict, the sort of primitive social mode. Right. When in reality, the evidence suggests that what happened was they had encountered the descendants of a successful revolution that had uprooted a very violent hierarchical stratified society. What they saw when they got there were people who were enjoying the fruits of the revolution, right, or enjoying a society in which they had prioritized pushing away punitive measures, no prisons, as, as one example they like to constantly quote, right, pushing away stratification and authority, right, and, and hierarchy. Um, and instead, trying to live through the collapse of that civilization, the collapse of that complex complex civilization that they destroyed, uh, and the massive amounts of cities and infrastructure and and social complexity that it had come with to live in the shadows of that and figure out their own society that adhered both to the revolutionary ideology that they had, right, and to the realities and the limitations that might have been imposed on them that they sidestepped uh, in one way or another. And I think similarly, it is important to think about how the act of trying to give birth to the new world right is also going to be one that needs to have, needs to be resistant of like interpretive gazes from those who are interested in defending their project or not really honestly understanding ours right and that we need to be cognizant of the fact that the world that is trying to be born is one that is not going to be sensible right Or it may not appear to be sensible, even though we know what the ethical and the moral principles are going to be because of how complicated and patchwork this world is, right? And that there will always be attempts by external forces and outsiders to dismiss it in one way or another as a deviation of natural mode, as uh, as simpler than it is. But we should ignore that and keep pushing, right? It's going to be messy. It's also going to necessarily be complex. It's also going to necessarily be contradictory, I think, at some points. The real utopia, right? When we talk about a real utopia, we're talking about the values that are embodied. We're not saying that the end result is going to be a perfect, happy uh, social structure where there's going to be no conflict and there's going to be no complications and there's going to be no political politics, right? But we are saying that we can get to a place where the animus of politics and the animus of daily lived experiences. How do we ensure that everyone is flourishing? not how do we ensure that uh these people get all the fucking uh profits and all the bread and all the houses and all on all the uh the necessities that other people need as luxuries and of themselves there may be conflicts there may be mistakes made there may be contradictions there may be failures, but as long as the, I think the focus is on the utopia as a set of moral, ethical principles to realize a radically different world or a world motivated by radically different logic, right, Then none of that should phase us or deter us from, uh, from the goal.
1: you know while while you were talking Ed, uh Jeremy threw in the chat democratize the eschaton and and i like that we've talked a lot about this kind of amanitizing the eschaton right like it hastening the existence of the apocalypse but the origin of that phrase as a kind of like like the political interpretation of it um it was used by conservative critics in like the 80s and 90s people like you know Francis Fukuyama and all, and that crowd to talk about socialism and communism right they were saying this is what's amanatizing the eschaton this stuff is bringing about apocalypse but in in reality What we've been talking about this whole time is the fact that these grand utopian projects of neoliberalism, of technocracy, of the end of history, right? This, uh, that what what they've done is they've amanitized their own eschaton, right? They've they've brought about their own version of apocalypse, but they frame it as utopia. And I think what we need to do is reclaim. Their own criticisms of socialism and communism and say that on one hand, what they've done is they've imanetized an eschaton, they've brought about an apocalypse. But what we also need to do is we need to be we need to think seriously about what it means to democratize or socialize our own eschaton, right? Because I do want to bring about the apocalypse, the apocalypse of capitalism, <laughs> yeah. right? I wanna I wanna rain hellfire down upon the systems and structures that they've <laughs> built up. And I want to do so as a way uh, to create to pry open with the jaws of life space for us to create our own systems and structures to do our own thing instead of theirs right and so you know maybe maybe that'll be my new uh real utopian mantra is socialize the eschaton